peace and many blessings and um, good morning to you good people of God we thank God for this morning um, today happens to be a good Friday service and we are happy that God has sustained our lives and kept us alive up to this time today we are remembering the seven last words of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary and what the implication it has in our lives today and I am privileged to speak on the six last words or the six last words of Jesus Christ found in John chapter 19, the verse number 30. But before we proceed further, we want to bow our heads and share a word of prayer. Father Lord, we thank you. We bless your name for life you have given to us. Even in these days of uncertainty, we thank you for your preservation and your keeping power. We know that you are faithful to finish that which you have begun. We continue to commit our lives into your hands and we ask that you prevail against the enemy and give the world peace and rest that's so that we all can go about our, life, our daily life and serve you. We thank you. We pray that give me utterance and let the word of God be a blessing to all my hearers. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. So we are looking at the sixth last word of Jesus Christ found in John chapter 19, the verse number 30. And I want to read the scripture. The Bible says, So when Jesus had received the salt wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. So in here, Jesus said that it is finished. And I believe that we have heard the previous words of Jesus Christ on the cross. But at this time, looking at all that was happening... All that Jesus had gone through, the suffering he had endured, he came to a place to declare to the world, to the heavens, to the earth, that the work of which he came to this earth to do, he has finished it. Hallelujah. And somebody will ask, what did Jesus come into the world to do? What did Jesus come into the world to do? According to First John chapter 3, the verse number 5, the Bible says that he came to be our sin bearer. He came to be our sin bearer. Also in 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 First John chapter three, the verse number eight, the Bible says that he came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. He also came to give us eternal life. Hallelujah. This was also according to First John chapter four, the verse number nine. He came to give us eternal life. According to also First John chapter four, the verse number ten, he came to be the atonement sacrifice for our sins. These are the purpose or the reason why Jesus came on, on earth. Lastly, he came to be the savior of the world. Hallelujah. Jesus came to be our sin bearer. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus came to give us eternal life. Jesus came to be our atoning sacrifice for our sins. Jesus came to be the savior of of the world. So when Jesus hung on the cross and, and considered all that had happened and all that he had done and all that he had gone through, he came to the conclusion that the work of which he came on earth to do, it is finished. So now we want to look at what it means for Jesus to say it is finished. What was Jesus talking about when he said it is finished? Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. The first thing is that Jesus was referring to the whole will of God concerning him being done. Hallelujah. That everything that was written, the plans of God for his life, 
for coming on earth. At that time on the cross, Jesus cried out to say, it is done. Hallelujah. Jesus cried out to say, it is done. And what are the, some of the things that Jesus was saying that he has accomplished the will and the plans of God for his life? Which is that he should be an incarnate or he should be incarnate. That is God putting human nature upon himself and coming on earth to die. Jesus fulfilled that. Jesus brought up Jesus, accomplished that. To be exposed to shame and reproach, and to suffer and die. This was the will of God for our Lord Jesus Christ. And at this time, on the cross, when Jesus cried out and said, it is finished, he said that these have been finished in his life. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Also, Jesus, when he cried out and said, it is finished, he was referring to the whole work the whole, work, the whole work his father gave him to do that it is done at this time. Every work that was committed into his hand, every work that was written concerning him, that he will come on earth to accomplish at this time on the cross of Golgotha. On the cross, Jesus cried out that it is done. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. In, when you read Isaiah chapter 61, the verse number 1 to 3, Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 3, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord God, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of prison to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. Hallelujah. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he may be glorified. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. This is the work that Jesus Christ came on earth to do. This is the work that God brought Jesus that he may accomplish, that he will accomplish to glorify his name. So at that time when Jesus cried out and said it is finished, he was crying to say the word that was given to him to preach, which was the gospel, has been preached. The works of miracles have been done. He has obtained eternal salvation for the whole world and all which were, which were also in the process of, of, of being saved are also in the process of being saved. So at this time, Jesus declared that the work of God that was committed into his hand, he has done it. In John chapter 17, the verse number 4, the Bible says that I have glorified you on earth. I have finished the work which you have given to me to do. So Jesus attests to the fact that the work that the Father gave to him to come on earth to do, he has done it. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And if the work of Christ, if the work that Jesus, if the work that God gave to Jesus to do has been done, then I want you to be rest assured that every work concerning you, every plan and every will of God concerning you, I want to declare to you that it is done. Hallelujah. Jesus said it is finished. And also, 13, when Jesus said it is finished, he was referring to the whole righteousness of the law being fulfilled. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. That out of it, he has assumed a 
perfect holiness. And he has, he has also obtained, or he has obtained total obedience. Hallelujah. And he has brought to an end the penalty of death for all mankind. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Jesus says that he has, he has accomplished the righteousness according to the law has been fulfilled. He has fulfilled the righteousness, or he has obeyed the law that we could not obey. He has done that which, which human being could not do. The reason why we could not, we could not obtain righteousness in the sight of God, because none of us was able to obey the laws of God. But Jesus says that he has come to stand in our place to fulfill that law, and to, and to obtain that holiness, and to obtain that righteousness, that you and I might be righteous, that you and I might be holy. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 8, the verse number 3 to 4, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says that for the law the Bible says, for the law could not do in that was weak through the flesh. God did by sending his son, his God did by sending his own son in the likeness of a sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. Hallelujah. The verse number four says that, that the righteous, the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh. But according to the Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus did that which you couldn't do. And on that time on the cross when he hung there. He looked at the work that he has done. And he said that he has finished it. Hallelujah. Oh I said hallelujah. May our righteousness also be finished in the name of Jesus. May the Lord complete and perfect all that concerns you. According to his righteousness. Hallelujah. Oh I said hallelujah. Also Jesus when he cried out and said it is finished. Jesus was referring or was saying that henceforth, henceforth a perfect righteousness was finished, agreeable to the law. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. A perfect righteousness was finished, agreeable to the law. It means that Jesus did not sidestep the law to do anything. When we say that Jesus obtained righteousness, we are saying that he fulfilled the very law. It is the fact that we couldn't do it doesn't mean that he also was not able to do it. But he has done it on our behalf. That we do not have to go through to fulfill the law in order to be righteous in the presence of God. Because Jesus has finished that work. Because Jesus took it upon himself to do that so that you and I can stand in the presence of God. As long as we have Jesus Christ in us, we too can obtain the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Also, Jesus, when he stood on the cross or when he hung on the cross and cried out that it is finished, Jesus was saying that sin was made an end too. Hallelujah. That full atonement and satisfaction for it were given. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. In Hebrews chapter 9, the verse number 26, and I read Hebrews chapter 9, the verse number 26, this is what the Bible says. The Bible says that he then would have had to suffer often since the foundation of the world. But now once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. So Jesus has made or has brought sin to an end. The penalty of sin, the power of sin that would have sent us into condemnation, that would have sent us into hell by Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, this 
power, this penalty was broken. Hallelujah. And that anyone that believes in him, anyone that accepts him as his Lord and personal Savior, will not end up in hell. He or she also will have this freedom, will have this will have this liberty, will have this, this, this salvation to him or herself. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the verse number 21, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the verse number 21, we are looking at why Jesus cried out on the cross and said, it is finished. Hallelujah. And in, the, in, in that same scripture, the Bible says, in, in, 2 in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, the Bible says, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. That we might become the righteousness of God in Him. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. He took our sins upon Himself. That we who were sinners because of the work He did on the cross, we will be known or God will consider us or we will be righteous in Christ Jesus before the Lord God Almighty. Oh, what a beautiful scripture. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We also want to talk about the sixth thing is also is that when Jesus shouted and said, It is finished. Jesus was referring to a complete pardon procured. Peace made. Redemption from all iniquity was obtained for all mankind. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Jesus purchased our pardon. Jesus procured our pardon, he, our penalty, our suffering, our sins that would have destroyed us, would have sent us to a place where we, the Bible uh, calls it a place where there will be gushing of teeth and there will be suffering and pain. Jesus, on the sacrifice that he offered on the cross, he procured that pardon. He delivered us. He paid for our sins. He set us free. He paid our price. Oh, that we might no more be the slaves of the enemy again, but we might have our salvation. Hallelujah. The Bible also says that because of that sacrifice, we now have peace with God. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. We are no more enemies. Of God. We are no more enemies. There is no more enmity between us and God. Because of the finished work of Christ. On the cross of Calvary. When he shouted and said. It is finished. He was saying. We have peace with God. Hallelujah. And I want to read a scripture. To buttress this point. Hallelujah. In, in Ephesians chapter 2. The verse number 14 to 16. Ephesians chapter 2. The verse number 14 to 16. The Bible says. For he himself. Is our peace. Who made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity that is a law of commandment contained in ordinances. So as to create, so as to create in himself one new man from the two. That's making peace. Verse 16. He says that, that he might reconcile them. Both to God in one body through the cross, thereby putting to death the enmity. Hallelujah. Oh, I said, Hallelujah. Amen. By Jesus' sacrifice on the cross, and at that time when he shouted and said, It is finished, this was what Jesus was talking about. That he has brought us peace between, he has brought peace between us, mankind, and God. That he has bought our, our pardon. He has, he has purchased our, our penalty. He has paid for the suffering that you and I should have suffered. Hallelujah. 
Also in um, 7, when Jesus stood on the, when Jesus hung on the cross and shouted and said that it is finished, Jesus was referring that all enemies were conquered. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. That all enemies were conquered. All types of promises and prophecies were fulfilled. Hallelujah. And his own course of life have ended. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says that when Jesus said it is finished, he said that he has overcome the enemy. He has overcome the enemy. He has triumphed over the enemy. In Colossians chapter 2, the verse number 15, this is what the Bible says. Colossians chapter 2, the verse number 15. Colossians chapter 2, the verse number 15. The Bible says, having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Jesus at the cross, when he shouted and said it is finished, he was speaking to the powers of darkness. He was declaring his victory to sicknesses, to diseases, to infirmities, to witches and wizards, to any power at all that will stand against the child of God. And he says that he has won the victory. He has overcome them. He has triumphed over them. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Also in Hebrews chapter 10, the verse number 13. The Bible says, from that time, I wait until his enemies are made his footstool. So, Jesus is still awaiting that even those who are still not come under subject to him shall do so whilst his father triumph or bring them all in, into defeat. Hallelujah. So Jesus has won victory for us over our enemies. Jesus has won victory for us over anything that shall stand our way. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Lastly, also when Jesus stood on the cross or hung on the cross and shouted, it is finished. Jesus was saying, he was sure and certain and so complete that nothing need or could be added to the work that he has done. And that it was done entirely without the help of man. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. And the beautiful aspect is that no one, no man, no power, no principality can outturn that way Jesus has done. Jesus has finished the work for us. Jesus has finished our salvation. Jesus has procured our liberty. Jesus has procured our freedom. Our salvation has been given to us. He has overcome our enemies. Today, I want you to encourage yourself. Today, I want you to be excited. Today, I want you to shout and jump for joy. Because Jesus won the victory for us. And he said that it is done. He said that it is done. He said that it is done. And I pray that you will have understanding to these words. You will have understanding to the work that Jesus came to do, to establish, to accomplish on behalf of all of us. So that we all can put our faith in him. If you are listening to me, and fear has gripped your heart. In the days in which we live in, the days of isolation and and, 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 and all manner of things where fear has gripped men's hearts because we don't know what, is, what news we are going to hear tomorrow. I am here to declare to you, the child of God, that Jesus has conquered for you. That Jesus has won the battle for you. That Jesus has brought you victory in the name of Jesus. If you are here, you are hearing the sound of my voice also, you don't know Jesus. I want to recommend Jesus to you. That when you come into Jesus, all things shall be made 
impossible for you. He will, he, will, he will bring you joy. He will bring you peace. He will liberate you and set you free from every spirit and every power that may intimidate you. I want you to know that God has given us boldness. May you stand. May you love God. May you serve God with everything that within you. And at the end of the day, when He comes, we shall be with Him. It is finished, He said. God bless you. Amen. Shall we bow our heads and pray? Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you so much for the work that Jesus completed on the cross for us. Because of that, we who were nobody have been made somebody. We who didn't have any hope for the future, you have given us hope. We thank you for this work. May this words remain in us. May it encourage us. Even in the course of life, may we know that He has finished and all what we need to do is to walk in it. We thank you and we bless you. Bless your people. Encourage your people. Touch your people. Bring healing to bear on our bodies. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.